0: what's going on boys welcome back to no Shop podcast we have a very special episode for you today not only is it our first episode with cameras as you can see we also have our first guest who i will introduce in a second um real quick just we're gonna blow up this summer we're taking this shit to the next level make sure you're following all the socials subscribe to the youtube and yeah just uh follow us along on this journey as we finally level up here but uh our guest here today is Ricky Cole, a guy that me and Matt have uh, known for a long time. Uh, welcome to the uh, No Shot Basement, <laughs> where our light just turned off already. <laughs> this lighting's crazy, bro. <laughs> We're just going to have to keep doing that all episode, no cap. Yeah. Um, but bro, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for Appreciate y'all
1: this. for having me, man.
2: Yeah, dude. Uh, we've, been, we've been talking about this for what now? What, like having guests and shit? Yeah. Like two months. Yeah. Three months now. Yeah. And then when Nate came back from school it was kind of it was like perfect because we had somebody who could film and take care of all that stuff because we tried it that one time and then camera kept shutting off so we were just like screw it we'll just we'll just record it's brutal but um yeah man we got i got we got some questions that we want to ask you uh, in regards because we know you kind of been around a lot of stuff especially when it comes to
0: football
1: definitely um
0: well yeah let's take it back real quick though like i was thinking to myself this morning like i've known you for like a pretty long time, but I was—I yeah. was wondering, like, did you always go to like Dallas Town, or did you like move from somewhere? No,
1: I always went to Dallas Town. Like, okay. started at Loganville, okay. went all the way through the high school. Oh, so you guys, went yeah, to I went to. elementary oh, okay. with them, yeah. Yeah,
0: because you guys live like kind of close to each other, don't literally. Okay. Yeah, like right. five minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. okay, like right okay, down yeah. the road. So yeah, I mean, like. I assume you played football your entire life.
1: Yeah, I started playing when I was five. Okay. Yep. When I moved out here, I moved from Baltimore to here when I was five. Started playing like Dallas Sound Cougars. Okay. Been playing ever since. I played like eighteen years, I think. Something crazy like that. Hell
0: oh, yeah, bro.
2: What um what kind of got you into it? Like what I guess was it um just watching it from a young age? Was it or what was it? Like what, what really got you
1: Yeah, so it's pretty cool actually. So my dad was always a big football guy. And when we lived in Owings Mills, we lived in this apartment right next to some of the Ravens players. so like when i was little they came to like my birthday parties and all that and then i was just like yo like i want to be like these guys when i get older i always thought i was gonna be big like them so then i just kind of got hooked on it from there
0: yeah that lighting is annoying it's gonna turn off the whole episode
1: yeah that was wild there we go it's all right there we go it's It's
0: gonna keep doing what is it the is there like a timer on it okay no yeah yeah, we're good but yeah
2: um whatever so, yeah, no, because I, I know uh, that that's actually pretty neat. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of the – that's where a lot of those guys live. So um, Was it like,
0: any, like, big names like that, like – No, I heard
1: trash, just, I think. It was, like, the like third string quarterback block. and then, like, some corner. But then, like, all the guys came to my birthday party. That's, and I was, like, five or dude, six. That's still sick. <laughs> so no, I thought, I, so I thought so it was cool. the dopest thing at the time. Like, there's this place in Baltimore. You might know it, Matt. I think it's called, like, Jeepers Cre- – like, Creepers, something like that. And it's, like, this little inside, like – amusement park for yeah, kids yeah, yeah. they had yeah. like these so, really big slides you it, can go on they had this weird little short little like roller coaster yeah, know, and they all exactly. popped out to it like had a raven's birthday cake <laughs> Yo, it was sick yeah
2: sick. i did i when i was in preschool we had like a field trip day and yeah uh, we went i'm pretty sure that's the place that we went to yeah because there was a little roller coaster in there. yeah and, uh, no, that's that ray did, lewis just yeah. pops out real quick that so. would have been crazy
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> nuts man Oh, crazy bro
2: that's just crazy because my when uh when ray lewis got drafted I guess it was a couple of days later or something my dad was sitting in a bar in Baltimore and he sees this dude walk in and he's like I'm pretty sure that's Ray Lewis and <laughs> my dad walked up to him and was like it was like Ray Lewis and he's like yeah man he was like welcome to Baltimore shook his hand and then he tough. has his, he has an autograph on a napkin somewhere That's but tough. it's like that was the only thing he had was a napkin so but it's it's somewhere especially because he turned out to be easily one of the greatest oh so,
1: the greatest you know, bro yeah. yeah the greatest
2: it's, it's, uh, it's pretty neat um so, going through Dallas Town and all that kind of stuff, did did you know that you wanted to play college football, or was it kind of like one of those things where you're just like, I'll just play through high school, see nah, what it No, it was like,
1: I think my whole life I knew I wanted to play college football, like, since I was little, like, five years old, I wanted to play college football. I wanted to play in the NFL, like, that was the dream. I always knew all the way, like, I was gonna play college football. Like, you can ask some of the dudes I was, like, even closer to, like, Braden or you know Ben like Max guys I was having conversations with every day like I wanted to go D1 like that was my goal like it's like all we talked about when we were little so I always knew that's what I wanted to do
2: was so you started
0: at Wagner Yeah Wait hold up hold up back up real quick I want to know what like the recruiting process was like in high school like when did that start like when did you start like really like so meeting with like
1: I started getting schools. recruited heavier after my end of my junior season um I'd say like towards maybe when did we get out of school? Like, June high school? So, like, college started to come in in, like, May. I talked to, like, me and Ben and Jonah. And then I started going to, like, I was camping the whole time. Like, started camping my sophomore year. But then my summer circuit after my junior year, that's when I got my first offer from Morgan State. Okay. I got that in, like... You said Oregon State? Morgan State. Oh, Morgan State. Oregon yeah. State would be crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what, that's I wouldn't have preference. the shirt on right now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I got Morgan State, which is HBCU, in June. And then... um. Once I committed to them, like, I just literally told them I was going to go to them to lock up a spot, kind of, yeah. committed probably, what, like August, probably, committed in August, just to make sure I had somewhere to go, um, and then more schools started coming after me, like, I think I had sent out my first three games, first three games in my senior season, <clears throat> I kind of went crazy low-key, um, and that's when Wagner owed me, like, a month later, I think, and then Towson owed me on signing day, okay. so then... That was cool. Like, going on visits and stuff was all dope. Like, yeah. getting to see stuff, get, a like, a good little free meal and stuff. Yeah. It was dope, yeah.
2: I love seeing those, um, the recruiting trips. Like oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. You I, I get I to put on I, the jerseys and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Like, a photo shoot Yeah, and it's,
1: it's cool in high school, yeah. bro. And, like, when you're getting recruited, bro, like, the coaches treat you like you're a god, bro. Because, like, they're just trying to get you to go to your school, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, half of the time, you know, they're capping to you about what they're saying to you in the moment. But it's dope. Like, you feel like you're the man, bro. They treat you that way. They're texting you. They're calling you, bro. They're calling my mom. They're sending me letters in the mail and stuff. Like, it it was cool.
2: Oh, yeah, bro. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty sweet. So, I guess it was kind of nice in the sense with the Morgan State thing. Yeah. Because it also kind of gave you leverage in the sense of, it's like, okay, because it was was like verbal commitment.
1: Yeah, so, they gave me the offer, and they were talking to me, and then I went up, want to visit, and I was like, okay, like, it's okay here. I want to play Division One football. I'll go here if I have to go here kind of thing, and I want to make sure I have a spot. Because, like, a lot of schools be like, yo, if you don't commit now, then it's gone. We right. just give it to somebody else, right? And with Morgan State, it's, like, it's a smaller HBCU school. Like, I was pretty high on their board. They wanted me. I felt wanted. So I was like, All right, I, I could see myself going here. You know what I mean? Like, right. that, that would be okay. And, yeah, so I committed there, went up on mad visits. It was going to, like, their games, it felt like every Saturday almost. Then I started going on visits to, I took visits to like in the season Towson, Wagner obviously, I think I went to like an Old Dominion game, stuff like that. But yeah, it came down to Wagner, Towson, or or Morgan State. And Morgan State, actually their coach got fired in um, probably like December. So like that's when I flipped my commitment, ended up flipping it to Wagner. The coach got fired and I was supposed to go on a visit to meet with the new coach like in uh some of the commits or whatever and we we're all in a group chat i'm we texting like bro like we don't know what's gonna happen like because you know you can get your, your offer pulled from a new staff then they reach out to me and they're like yo you're good like you still have your spot or whatever and i'm like all right cool but then like i couldn't get in contact with the coach like i'm like yo like supposed to come on a visit and they ended up pushing my visit back like two weekends like i was supposed to come then they pushed it back a weekend and then the following weekend it's supposed to be my visit they pushed back again and I just remember I was in Walmart with my mom. I was kind of just like, bro, like fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like off, literally like in just... Walmart. I'm like, bro, fuck them. I don't want to go there anymore. And then that's when I flipped to Wagner.
0: Yeah, bro, that would piss me off. It'd be like, I was like bro, why are you playing runaround. with me, dog? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's a runaround. Yeah. Um. So Wagner, like, so Wagner was like, you wanted to go to Wagner. Like, it's not like uh... you like kind of settled for it or. I
1: definitely settled for it. I didn't okay. want like, truthfully, I didn't want to go to Wagner. Okay. But. Towson literally didn't offer me until signing day. And that's kind of just like a – like, they called me on signing day, February, whatever it was, and they're like, look, we have a spot. If you want it, it's yours. And it's like they didn't really recruit me too hard, I feel like, until that day when they called me. So it's like I didn't know the coaches. I kind of felt like their backup option because somebody else didn't go, which doesn't really feel the best. Like, it was cool to get that conversation from – what's his name? Like, Gus something or whatever, but – I just felt like I don't know. It was kind of just like he threw it at me because they just needed somebody to fill it, kind of sort of thing. Yeah. So my mom didn't want me to go to Morgan State. So yeah, I didn't where, really where's Morgan State. It. It's in Baltimore. Oh, okay. yeah. So my mom didn't want me to go there. She didn't want me to stay like go back to school in Baltimore. So Wagner really came down to like being my only option. And like besides that, it was like I had an offer from like every piece of school, but ship and i didn't want to go d2 like like nothing like not knocking d2 like it's nothing wrong with it that just wasn't my dream you know like i knew where i wanted to be so
2: exactly kind of had
1: to go to wagner i feel like
2: yeah it's kind of like um so what i was saying like with the leverage too it's also nice because it's like okay all these other schools that might have interest it's like well he just he just this is this is a school that it looks like he's gonna go to yeah so what can we do to try to force our hand yeah you know to kind of maybe see if hey maybe we got some stuff that we could offer that's better than that school yeah definitely uh, was uh what was it what was it like up at wagon like was the like, where exactly is it
1: at so it's in New York City but it's on Staten Island Oh man. and bro yeah it's gross bro like oh, man. it felt like I'm with the school like the Jersey Shore or something um, <laughs> <laughs> dog it was so gross bro the dorms are shitty like like, my freshman year, I stayed in Harborview. It was disgusting, like, communal bathrooms. Like, dog, I kid you not. So the floor was, like, my freshman year. It was, like, football players on one half of it, and then the other other side's the girls. It was a girls' soccer team, right? We come back from practice, right? We practice at the same exact time as the girls' soccer team, right? We come back from practice. I kid you not. We had one shower that was, like, a solo shower, like, on our floor. that like, has a door and everything. It's, like, just, like, a curtain. We go in there. Somebody smeared shit all over it. Dog, like I kid you not, human bro. feces, all over our shower.
0: And that's the only one. Like you, you have to. Use you know how one gross much, that
1: bro. is, that's, bro. That's foul, bro. And then that's... my sophomore year out there, dog. I'm staying in this. It's called Towers. I kid you not, it looks like the projects, bro. It's horrible. No, no air conditioning. It's gross, bro. It's bad. I couldn't stand Wagner, bro. I couldn't stand so Wagner. So like
0: going in your like freshman season there, or like freshman year, or whatever like how much like different was the practices like in high school compared to like college College,
1: like, so I'll say like college practice is so much easier than high school oh for real yes bro cause it's like
0: I'll just it's, it's
1: fast paced like you're running from where you need to go to where you need to go obviously like drill to drill or whatever it is but high school practice is like you always had to run at the end like you had to yeah. condition like Nate's over there like you know at the end of every practice we had some sort of conditioning <laughs> or like your two-a-day practice or whatever it might be so like college practice might be a little obviously it's more physically demanding because the game is just different now but bro we never ran like you don't run like you just expect it to be in shape and like you do your period and we don't tackle either so i mean like half the time i don't i'm wearing shorts or like we have like our blue pants at smu which is like unpadded pants Mm -hmm. so like we're out there with shells on and unpadded pants like half the time so it's chill
0: i was honestly expecting the Exact opposite. Like you think it'd be
1: crazier? No, because I don't know. They're expecting you to already be in shape. Yeah, that's true. and then the game, like I said, it's more physically demanding now. Like it's grown men hitting grown men, so you can't wear your body out too much in the middle of the week. So like we can't just be out there tackling every day. Like, in high school, bro, my senior year, we tackled like every single day. Yeah. Like Coach Myers had his full pads every day. It was so gross.
0: Good way to get injured.
1: Great way to get injured. <laughs> yeah, that's, bro. Very, that's
0: like, a good yeah. point. That's a very good point. Um. So, like, that's honestly
2: crazy, man. Like, I would think that they'd be, like, yeah, just suicides. Like, today it's just
1: conditioning. No, so, like, I will say this, though. Like, we have winter workouts, and then you have summer workouts leading into the season. So, like, I mean, those are terrible. Those are bad. Like, you're waking up at 5 a.m. during the winter, and then you're going out there, and you're running from 5 to 6 or whatever it might be, but you're doing crazy shit. Like, it's not normal. And you just, like, you feel like you're going to die. You don't die, but you feel like you're going to die. And then you go inside and you do a crazy lift. Like, it's brutal, bro. The summer and winter workouts can be brutal.
2: Were at Wagner winter workouts outside? Yeah. Or did you guys have, like, a dome?
1: Nah, not at Wagner. No, okay. <laughs> Definitely See, not. I, you know, you don't bro, know because bro. it's like you one time when, it I, when you think of D one schools, yeah, you indoors. think they have
2: some sort of like capital where they
0: can, you know, invest in the world. I was I was at Wagner
1: College, bro, at first. So you gotta think about that.
0: <laughs> but does, uh, does Wagner have like a nice stadium? Fuck <laughs>
1: no, bro Our <laughs> high school stadium was bigger, bro. bro I kid you not. Shit. Yeah. But um Dog, one time we like had to shovel the snow before we ran.
2: Like,
1: we were living living like that, bro. That's
2: crazy.
1: And, like, we had a different strength coach both the years I was there. Like, it was goofy. Had a different DC. Like, I had three DCs in two years, bro. Two head coaches. It was bad, bro. It was really bad.
0: So you, you said that you were there for two years? Yeah. Okay. So you just well, didn't, one and a half type. So you didn't like enjoy your time there at all? Like, did no. you meet like good friends? Did you still? Talk
1: oh yeah, to I met like I mean like basically like say we trauma bonded, bro. We all hated that place. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, like some of my closest friends still go there. Okay. Um, well, they're graduated now, but my boy Titus, that's my dog. He just got dragged by the Colts out of there. So. Oh shit. Yeah. So he's lit. Good for him. But like I mean, he hated yeah. Wagner too. Like <laughs> you, you know what I mean? There,
0: like the whole. The
1: yeah, like? I mean he was he was their guy though. Okay. You know. What i mean so
2: what was what was the culture like at wagner winning culture or just no like these bro, guys just they, they went there did, did these guys go there just to say like
1: it was the same thing as me it was like a lot of us was like, like obviously i had two other options i could have went to but Towson being my best one for a lot of dudes at wagner it was like this was their only opportunity to play division one football like, right it's either this or play it you know, Peace act school or New Haven yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, and like I said, those aren't bad schools. Like, if you go D-2, you go to the Peace act It's like the SEC of D-2. You know what I mean? But that was, like, their one shot to play D-1. It's like, and when you got there, bro, our freshman class, like, everybody knew, like, dog, we don't want to be here. We all wanted to transfer. Yeah. Like, I kid you not, like, they started doing, like, instruction on our locker room. So all the freshmen, so you walk to the locker room, and it's like, ugly ass locker room we have wooden lockers and whatnot tacky little name plate on the top or whatever i'm like oh yeah freshmen are staying in here you guys you guys are down here now we walked down the stadium right bro it had us basically in a janitor's closet full it was so gross i kid you not bro we had to double up lockers in the janitor's closet bro
0: so, like, the facilities at Dallas Town are better than this place. Like, 100%. That's, cra- that's cra- crazy. That's actually, like, insane. Bro. I was not expecting that. Bro,
1: Wagner is the only place where I think the student athletes train in the same building as, like, the regular students. So, like, our weight room was downstairs, but the regular weight room was, like, right oh, above okay. us. And it was just, it was wild to me.
2: So,
0: it's no, like, Oregon?
1: No. It was, <laughs> well, it was, it was, wa- shit. I knew, it was, I knew, <laughs> no. I knew well, like, it oh, was, no. It was, it like.
0: Like is I don't know, is Millersville like facilities nice, like around here? Like I don't even know. I was how just
1: it is. at Millersville Coaching Camp. Millersville has pretty nice facilities. Okay. I mean like okay. I'd say they're right on par with kinda like a like a Wagner kinda.
0: I know Millersville's not D one, right?
1: No, nah, it's yeah. D two. But okay, yeah. So,
0: but the fact that they're on par with the D one school is kinda Yeah, kinda insane.
1: Kinda crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, Millersville's actually pretty nice. Like I'd say they're probably the best facilities in the PSAC, honestly.
2: So who all uh, – so what what schools are in that division? The like PSAC? like what? That's like
1: likeétait- Millersville, Mee- Lock Haven, um, Sli- Sli- Sip, Rock Slippery, Slippery Rock, Sli- Rock okay. Kutztown, like those schools so Westchester. Yeah, the okay. Pennsylvania State Athletic okay. Conference. Okay. Okay. Yeah,
0: what uh what other schools were in your division or conference with uh, Wagner,
1: St. Francis, Sacred Heart, um Central Connecticut, okay. Duquesne, oh, okay. Robert Morris, schools like that. Uh, oh
0: shit. Bryant. So where was like the farthest you had to travel for like an away game?
1: Montana. Oh wow.
0: Dude that's it's that's pretty sick. there. That's pretty it's
1: sick. Pretty there. Okay.
2: Wow. I know um I remember seeing you played down in a uh, FAU stadium. Yeah, that was that, sick. That was probably that was sick. I Got to shake
1: Lane Kifflin's hand. Oh that's, for real. Yeah. Wow. That was that's, sick. Yeah. And they had like four dudes from like the first first season of Last Chance U. And I remember watching it in high school and I'm like, oh shit like those guys go like it was pretty dope seeing them too it was cool that's sweet
0: man so yeah I guess that's a good way to like transition like to transferring so you always knew you wanted to transfer
1: definitely like, from the
0: moment you got to Waggoner it wasn't yeah. from day one like as soon as you got there you were just
2: yeah like, I was gonna like,
1: gonna like I can't see myself staying here Yeah. yeah. and then COVID kind of just gave me the opportunity to get up out of there I had like pretty good film and stuff so just took a, took a shot on it and it was, right. then so, that got kind of weird so but. how's that
0: whole process work like transferring like do you so you like to reach out to other schools and So that?
1: like I did it like in a little bit of a like unconventional way, maybe a little bit unprofessional you could say. So I knew I didn't want to go there and COVID hit and I was Oh, perfect. Like we're not on campus anymore, like I don't have to see these people anymore. They can't really pressure me into doing anything I don't want right. to do. Yeah. So like literally we were having team meetings every day still. Um, but on Zoom I guess it was, or we used a different app, I forget what it was called. Maybe Teams or something like that. But, yeah, we were having meetings every day. And one day I woke up, and I just went in my mom and my dad's room, and I was like, yo, like, I don't want to go to Wagner anymore. And they're like, what? And I'm like, like I want to transfer, like, now. And like, look, like, we'll support you whatever you do. Just, like, think about it. And, like, sat down, I thought about it. I was like, yeah, I want to leave. So then I was like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? So we had a team meeting in 10 minutes. Don't go to the team meeting. I called our compliance lady, Jen. I think that was her name. I said, look, I want to transfer she said, did you talk to the coaches? I said, yeah, I did talk to the coaches. <laughs> no, coach. d- damn well, I didn't say anything to them. And she's like, okay, it takes, like, they have up until 72 hours, and then they have to put you into the transfer for 48 hours, one of the two. Coaches are smacking my phone. Coach Knight and everybody's calling my phone. I just know I can't answer it because if I answer it, they're going to end up talking me out of it. Yeah. So I was like, bro, I can't answer their phone call. So like, I had to put my phone like D&D, bro, and oh. I just had to, like, rock out until – I was in the portal, bro, because yes. I was, like, I just didn't want to be there. And then, like, yeah. I recognized now that I was wrong. Like, I ended up having a conversation with him, but I just I just wasn't happy, you know? Like, yeah. and it wasn't my dream either. Like, I wanted to play, like, D1 football, and, like, Wagner wasn't what my dream was.
0: It's D1, but, like, it's not, it's, like, yeah. an SMU. So, so, you're in the portal. Uh, like, are schools reaching out to you? Like, is that how Yeah, that so,
1: like, as soon as you, I hit the portal, like, as soon as I got that email, your notification of transfer has been submitted. I went on Twitter, bro. I had like so many DMs, like it was flooded. And then just like having kind of like the D1 transfer tag on you helps you. Yeah. So then like off rip, I was getting like contacted from everybody like some team in I think Georgia. They had won the D2 National Championship. Like they gave me a full ride like the second day. I was in the portal like oh, wow. it was dope, but um it was kind of weird cuz COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, this is March of 2020. So, like, nobody really knows what's going to happen. That's like right when COVID hit, too. Yeah. Like... So, I think, I think I hit the portal maybe in like, not March, in February, then. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm tripping. What's wrong with me? April. Okay. April. Yeah. April. And, um, cause that's when we went home.
0: That's when, like, even like all the pro leagues shut down, too. Yeah. That's no when everything, general. like,
1: kind of yeah. hit the fan. So, like, nobody knew it was going to happen. And, uh, Like, teams were kind of panicking. They're like, I don't know, like, what's going to happen with our season, like, our roster capacity, like, what we're going to have to do. So, like, it was just weird. People weren't, like, trying to, like, give me a spot because they don't know what's going to happen. So then I just, like, Robert Morris offered me another school in the NEC, and I kind of hit the panic button, and I was like, fuck. Like, I got to commit. So I committed to Robert Morris. I don't know if you all remember seeing that.
2: I do. So yeah, actually, yeah, all right. Right. I remember because Sasha, Sasha messaged me and he was like, "Dude, guess who's coming to Robert Morris?" And I was like, "Who?" He's like, "Reggie." And I was like, "Really?"
1: <laughs> Dog. I was like, I was so, like internally mad. I was like so conflicted when I committed there, but I knew like that was the only shot. So then, or the only opportunity at the time. And I was like, "Okay, whatever." So then, committed there. Season gets canceled in August, right? Like into August, they cancel their season. I'm like, oh, sweet. or like right before August happens, they canceled the season. So now I don't have to enroll for like fall camp and stuff. And I was like, oh, like I remember talking to Braden about it, like, yeah, like I'm not going to go there anymore. Like once they canceled the season, I was like, I'm not going to go there anymore. So told the coaches, I was like, look, um, season's canceled. There's no need. Like basically I'm not, I'm not coming right now. Like right. I don't need to be on campus right now. Like I'll, I'll come next semester if I like do come. Right, and they're like, okay, so I I didn't end up like signing anything with them. I was like, okay, Um, didn't fully enroll into the school. I had picked my classes, but then I got out of all of it. So it it was a weird situation. And then I told them at the end of December, I was like, look, I'm not coming at all. Like, I don't want to come to your school. Like, I thought about it, nah. And then that's when um, I started training really hard uh Started sending out uh, my film to like more people because people were starting to figure out what the COVID situation was. Things were getting a little bit more normal, mm-hmm. um so yeah, I was just like taking videos of myself working out, like body transformation. At this point, I had lost like a hundred pounds. No now, shit, yeah, dude. dog, it's was crazy. I, was I, I
2: remember seeing, dude, that. Yeah, that, that is. I didn't. I didn't know it was that much, but that's that's crazy. I went from like three
1: seventy to two sixty. That dude, that's it was that's crazy. Awesome, man. So then, yeah, I was just hitting it hard, and. Started sending my phone out to places and then that's when Towson and Albany saw. Him. I was back in the portal. Towson you remember when I was about to go to Towson, bro, like definitely I was in your basement. Yeah. Yeah. But uh so Towson out with me, Albany owed me and I'm like, Cool like I'd go to Towson or Albany, like that's perfectly fine but then I kinda got really locked in with like like on my spiritual side of things, with so like God and everything. And like shout out Braden, like he helped me with that and you know, I kind of, like, prayed on it. And I was like, I wanted to go to Towson. Like, everything in my body was like, bro, just go to Towson. It's right by home, solid program, CAA football, whatever. Like, yeah, that's I gonna, straight.
2: I was going to say, you could, like, you know, if you need to go home for a weekend or something. Yeah, I was like, dog, I can be happy there. there.
1: It's a good school. And I prayed on it, prayed on it. And God was just telling me, do not go to Towson. And I'm like, damn. Like, I, I wasn't going to go against it. I wanted to go to Towson, but, like, he was telling me, don't go to Towson. Right. And I was like, all right. Go to Albany, right? Another great school, CAA football, that's straight. He's telling me that I'll go to Albany. And I'm like, all right. So then it came signing day again, and I didn't commit to either one of the schools. So then they pulled them on me because, like, they're not going to sit around and wait forever. And then I was just kind of in like a dead period of just, like, not knowing what was going to happen. But, like, I just prayed every day, dog. And, like, I don't know what it was. Like, I said the same exact thing every night when I was praying in my room. I was like, I feel like something big is about to happen. I just don't know what it is. I'm going to trust you. Right? And then it was, like, month, two months. People hit me up, but they're not saying anything to me. But, like, I'm saying that same prayer. Like, I could feel it. Like, something was going to come my way. I just didn't know what it was. And then I kid you not, like, I went from having, like, nothing in my email to, like, the very next day. I got owed by it was Utah State, Texas State, ULM. And then, I forget what the other school was. But, yeah, like, all these FBS programs. Right. Oh, Louisiana, like, uh, what is it, Lafayette? Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Raising Cajuns, like, yeah, all yeah, of yeah. them owed me. Right? And I'm like, cool. Like, this is what I dreamed You're of. You're like,
2: like, like, it's getting somewhere now. Yeah, like,
1: these are the schools yeah. I dreamed of playing at, right? Yeah. And now I'm like, okay. Like, this is exactly what I prayed for. And talking to all those schools, like, my best opportunity would have been at ULM. So I kind of, like, low-key committed to him. I was like, yo, like, we're going to come. Another dude from Wagner was committed there. I was like, yeah, like that's cool. And
0: wait, what's ULM?
1: University of Louisiana Monroe. Okay,
0: okay.
1: Like, who wants to live in Monroe, like Louisiana, bro? Let's be real.
2: I know, I know of the school, but I've never heard of
1: that part. Yeah. Yeah. So, something in my body was still telling me I was praying on it, and like he was telling me, "Bro, you're not going there. You're not going to ULM, right?" And I'm like, all right. So one day I'm just sitting in my room or whatever. And I was sending out more emails to colleges and stuff. And I'm talking to Antonio Bronca. You know who that is? I
2: know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's so from Berto's brother, right? <laughs> yeah, Berto's brother. The, yeah, with the Braves organization. Yeah. Yes, so
1: man. I was talking to him. He's like, "Yo, you should hit up SMU." He said that, and I was like, "Nah." Eh. He's like, "Why not?" And I was like, "All right." So like, I'm on the phone with him. I sent out the emails or whatever. And I'd go down like the staff directory and just like send emails to like each person kind of relevant to recruiting and I get to the very bottom, the very last name on this staff directory was a man named Jeff Jordan, right? Director of Player Personnel, and yeah, or Player Relations, right? I get to the bottom, I'm like, nah, I don't need to email, him. I'm kinda tired, no point. Suddenly my body was like, bro, just email the dude. Like, yeah. just do it. Sent him an email, I don't hear anything back, right? I'm like the next day, a couple of days, I don't hear anything from him, I'm like, all right. I was kinda content with going to ULM at that point. And then, um, probably two whole weeks later, I wake up to an email from Jeff Jordan and he's like, Yo, call me. It's just it just says that, call me in his number. I call him, he doesn't answer. I'm like, Oh man. he leave a message, he calls me back like five minutes later. He's like, Oh, my father, Ricky, we just got out of a staff meeting, da 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 da. Just want you to know, like, last night or whatever, we all watched your film as a staff. We loved it. We see the body transformation, like we think what you did was amazing. Uh, you have a good story. You got good film. You're athletic. Like, we want you. Dude, that's He's so like, awesome, on. man. I was like, oh, man. And <laughs> I was like, it kind of, I was like, I got butterflies. I was like, damn, like, yeah. it's SMU. Like, you know, like watched their 30 for 30 with like Eric Dickerson and everything. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Was, Braden was the first person I told. Like, and I ran to my parents' room. I was like, yo, you won't believe who I just got off the phone with. And I was like, yo, SMU just offered me. And my mom was like, all right, well, you're not going to ULM. Like yeah. officer, you're not <laughs> yeah. going. To, you're not going to ULM. Yeah. Like that ship has sailed. Yeah, I was like, all right, bet. So then, he was on the phone with me. He was like, "Look, you take all the time you need. I'm like, I'm here, all right? I'm like, all right, cool." He's calling me all throughout the week, and I mean, maybe like, I don't know, bro. Like three days later, three days later, I commit to SMU, bro. I was sick, commit SMU. As soon as I got off the phone with them, right i'm just getting flooded with texts from all the coaches like on the staff and stuff they sent me like an edit with myself like it was dope and yeah it was cool so that's how i got to smu that's pretty
2: that's pretty neat too considering like you know you talk about how you're just talking to god about it you're just trusting him through it and then you end up going to a university that that is big yeah faith is a big thing especially in the south like a lot of those schools you'll find that if you don't have a strong faith a strong character it's like it's probably not the place for you yeah. because you know you're gonna be surrounded by that stuff. Exactly. So that, I think I think that's pretty awesome. Another thing too that I didn't even realize, but the owner of the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, I know. All his kids. Yeah, I know them. Went to SMU.
1: I literally had the Chiefs owner's number in my phone. Dude, that is so crazy, nuts, man. That is crazy. So nuts.
2: I, yeah, I remember seeing that, and I was like, I was like, Dude, yeah, the so crazy. Yeah, I yeah. was like, it's so crazy because you know you could have classes with these individuals. Their cousins go like there that. too,
1: and he, they're like commercial real estate moguls I mean they're richer than the chief's owner like what?
2: his brother
0: pause
2: <laughs> I, I remember we were talking you came back home I think it was Christmas break like last year or something and we we were we were at the gym we were just talking about it and I I was talk I was asking you about like what it's like down there and you're like dude it's like like these kids just come from
1: money money yeah
2: and I and I would have never thought about that, but then it's like you start telling me stuff about the cars these kids are pulling up. Yeah, and pulling it's up in like, Lambos to go to class. Like, <laughs> it's just like, like freaking just so Troy
1: Aikman's daughter went to school with me. Uh, the dude that like owns Modelo's granddaughter. I mean, like billionaires' kids, like, and then they're just there to you know party. You know, they're not yeah. there to go to school. Yeah, they'll be, they'll
0: be taking they on their family to. business. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like... Is SMU like a party school or like? Yeah.
1: Okay. No, it's like, it's it's a really good school. Yeah. Like, it's one of the top ranked right schools in the country, actually. They call it the Ivy in the South, but um, the kids are smart, but they're there to have a good time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a party school in the sense of like a West Virginia or something. Yeah. Okay. It's like, these kids are going there because they want to experience college as well. Yeah before they take over daddy's company yeah
0: you know what i mean That's true. That's yeah. true. that um that week that like you said you got the offer from smu and it took you like a week to actually commit were you like debating in your head like do i actually want to go here or did you know like from that moment
1: i that knew all... i wanted to go there i thought like i just had to pray on it a little bit longer yeah. and like really like really before i like make a big decision because so i had already made a decision about you know commitment Damn, at this point, I committed like feels like four times. Yeah, and like the other three were all mistakes, you know. So I did. I just didn't want to make that mistake again.
0: So it came down to SMU or ULM, basically.
1: Is yeah, SMU, like, ULM, or Utah State. Yeah. You can say to head. say you
0: made the right choice. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Utah State won a big bowl game. But.
0: Yeah, because they had Jordan Love for a while. Uh, they wouldn't. I,
1: he was a. Uh, he was before me. Oh really? Yeah, he was already drafted.
0: Oh so yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: But I yeah, that. I think they won. I don't know. Then they won two bowl games the last two years. I think they won the conference. But that's education, Utah State education. Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. And the weather, bro.
1: Oh, yeah, and the weather's crazy, You don't got to deal
0: with snow, none of that stuff. Yeah, no.
1: Nah, like, yeah. Yeah. Nah, Utah State, I would have been right down the road from Ben, though.
2: Yeah, because that, that's one thing that I do want to get into um, in a little bit. Scott, like, some things to ask you about that. Um, I know that so, – so you moved down there. Mm-hmm. And – what explain like what what was the process when you got down there? What all was it like?
1: So when I first got down there, I got down there like, I'd say like a week early, okay. um, before football started. And I was saying they had me in this crazy hotel with my parents. Like crazy hotel, bro. They put me and my parents in. It was so nice. I was living good. Um and yeah, so I was in the hotel for a little bit and they're like, yo, they called me, and they're like, yo, you and your dad come to the facility real fast, to the indoor, and I get to the indoor, bro, and they give me and my dad, like, these huge boxes of just SMU football clothes for, like, my parents and myself, which was, which was really cool, That's, um, yeah, cool. yeah it, it was dope, but then, yeah, when my parents left me, they switched me to another hotel, um, and, yeah, it was dope, so I had to get from the hotel to, to school every day, so, like, they can kind of give you like these allowances in a sense. So I had like an Uber allowance. Mm-hmm. So it was just like money to get in an Uber because I didn't have a car yet because the hotel was like, you know, a little bit away from the school. But mm-hmm. I Ubered to school every day and whatnot. So yeah, that was like, that was that process. And then I think a month later, I moved into my apartment. So that yeah, was That's cool. Nice. Did you ever roommate or? Is it just no, just self? me. Yeah, okay. the, one, the one bedroom studio. Cool. I just feel like, you know, like after I left Wagner, like I had lived with a dude like my freshman year. He was kind of like, super dirty cool dude but like not the ideal roommate and yeah. i was just kind of over i was like dog, like i don't need a roommate like i don't i don't get lonely so yeah I'm with dudes all day already with football and everything i don't i don't need to live with you too sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know what i mean I like that alone time yeah, yeah
2: it's, time. it's nice to have that you're like your own space exactly decompress yeah. exactly and kind of disassociate um i remember seeing like, pictures and videos, like, of the locker room and stuff. No. Yeah. That was insanity. No, nah, the
1: locker room's dope.
2: Because I'm, like, I'm over here thinking, like, damn, dude. Like, I didn't know Wagner was that bad. Horrible. But I'm Horrible. over here thinking, like, this dude. Because I remember when, I remember that, yeah, like, you said about the RMU thing. And it was, like, you went from Wagner, RMU, and then you got this other stuff that you're, you know, contemplating and things like that. And then you ended up there. And I remember seeing it was like, you know, you posted something on Twitter, I think it was, and it was like, I have a big announcement that I'm going to be making soon. And it was like, I think three schools that you, that you yeah. up. Yeah. And I'm just I like, I committed dude, on that Mother's was, Day. And yeah. I'm like, that is, that is insane seeing where you went from, yeah. you know, there to there. Yeah. And it was like, and, you know, any D1 program, at, to come out of high school and go to a D1 program, yeah. like that's, regardless of where it is, you're playing D1 football. Definitely. So, um, I thought that, I thought that was really cool, and, but it just goes to show you, like, you know, hard work, dedication, trust in the process, trust yeah. in God, it's like, if you just let all that stuff, all those cards will just fall into place, Exactly, and I think it's so, it's so cool seeing how, like, you can obviously tell you were a lot happier, and it was just like, like, this is who you, like, were meant to be kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and it's like, going back to, like, Wagner and whatnot, like, I'm not ungrateful for that opportunity. I'm super grateful. I had to go through that to get to where I am now. Like, right. I had to go through whatever I was going to go through in order to be in this position right now that I'm in. So I'm grateful for him in that sense. I just wasn't happy there, you know. I, I can't say that, oh, I wish Wagner didn't offer me, and, you know, I wish I would have. Because I, I wouldn't change anything about my story if I could because yeah. then I wouldn't be here. So, like, I think it's just kind of weird like, how everything just works and, like, everything happens for a reason, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I had to yeah. go to Wagner. I just didn't know it at the time. So, it's cool it, in that sense.
2: What was it like going from being on the field at Wagner and dog. to then going and playing for, in front of SMU? Because I would watch, like, they'd be on ESPN2 yeah. and stuff like that if they were if they were, if, they were, if the games were, like, at night or something like that. We could watch up here. And it's a crazy difference. Yeah, dog, going bro. Going from, you're going, like, well, like, first, like, it's like bleachers to, you're,
1: stadium, you're in a yeah. yeah. So, it's like... Beyond that, just going into the facility for the first time at SMU, I don't even know. Like, bro, I felt like I was at a JUCO before. Like, everything about how SMU moves was so different from Wagner. Like, Wagner, bro, they didn't give us lifting shoes. I only got a backpack because I was traveling. I only got a hoodie because I was traveling. We got two pairs of green shorts and two Gildan shirts to work out in. Two gray Gildan shirts. Cotton t-shirts, bro. (laughs)
2: That's crazy.
1: Bro, like, come on, (laughs) right? Yeah, no. I get to, I get to SMU, and I probably got like six pairs of shoes my first day. I got like two book bags, duffel bags of clothes, bro. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was like literally Christmas. I was a kid again, and then I go inside, like inside the facility, and then upstairs we have our own like lunch room and like dinner room and everything that like only we eat in, right? So I go upstairs and have these big buffets for only football players and stuff, and I'm like bro, like, where was I at before? Like, I thought it was at Juco or something, because it was just, like, we didn't live like this. Like, they didn't feed us like this at and We just went to the the school's dining hall, where everybody eats. Like, this is just us up here, you know? And I can go up there and get food whenever. And I go downstairs to the weight room, and they have this huge kitchen with a billion snacks in it, a billion bottles of whatever you want to drink. Like, I'm like, dog, like, this is crazy. You know, like... The training room was way different. It was just like, I had never experienced something like that before. Like, I remember one day, our coach Kaz, right? So our staff went to TCU. Okay. Kaz is probably the best strength coach in the country. Like, He's the reason why they were in the national championship this year. And I'm in the weight room when I first got there. And I'm like looking at what snack I wanted because I was hungry. I was about to go to class or whatever. I grabbed like one neutral grain bar and like a body armor. He's like, dog, like... I think he said you're not D two anymore. You can eat, grab what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, bet. So then I was like, Yeah, it was crazy. Like we'd wake up have breakfast and then you have a meal after practice and then they'd give us like Chick-fil-A or Chipotle. So... And then they'd give us thirty dollars to get something else to eat. Like it was crazy. Came compared long, to Yeah, like compared to Shuttling's Wagner
0: bro, like no before your practice. <laughs> yeah, nah,
2: dude, that that that's honestly that that's crazy. Yeah, bro. that's sick. Um I know I see I see videos on Twitter, um, and stuff like like Dion Sanders. And I think like watching how he kinda coaches and like shapes these men, you know, young men and stuff like that, it's very it's again, it's it's character, it's morals, it's how you treat people, it's respect, yeah. it's responsibility. Was your experience with the coaching staff at SMU kind of like that in the sense of they have high expectations for you and they don't like very very strict on you know don't what you're wearing going to class how you present yourself in public stuff like yeah. that. Is that
1: so i wouldn't say it would go so far to like what i'm wearing in class because you know I'm, I'm bumming it in sweats every day you know what i mean but i'd say the staff i had when i first got there was much more you know hitting on those points like you were talking about Dion know on rather than the staff we just have right staff we just have was much more like give us freedom to, like, do what we wanted. Like, I could wear earrings in a lift if I wanted to, you know, stuff like that. We could have hats on in the meetings. But the staff before that, Coach Cos didn't go for any of that shit, bro. Like, we were, like, I mean, both staffs were wearing the same thing in lift and all that. It's about culture unity. But it was, like, certain things we couldn't wear with the old staff. And it's, like, I wasn't even mad at it because, like, everything we did with the old staff was, like, culture. Yeah. And our culture was great. We won 10 games. You know what I'm saying? We were about to go play UVA. In the boston red sox stadium like we were good we were 13th in the, in the nation at one point you know what i mean like that was a dope season um
2: that was your that was your first season right yeah so bro, you were like, junior
0: yeah okay. so like okay. that's, that's when we, so we awesome, bro we
1: bro. went to tcu dog and i mean like it was like sixty five thousand people dog sold out loud Yeah, and we went there and we beat them like it was sick and like we had like great culture like everybody was together and coach calls like and he was like preaching to us every day like i wish i could tell you like some of the messages he said to us, like, it it was crazy, but, yeah, he was big on culture and, like, just being a man, like, yeah. doing what a man has to do. You know what I mean? And, yeah, that yeah. was good. That was good for everybody because, like, that's kind of just ingrained in me now, like, you know, that basically a man does what he needs to do, a boy does what he wants kind of right. type attitude, mm-hmm. you know, just going and getting your shit done, you know? That and, is- like, he and accountability was big for him too because, I mean, like, we had, like, players, like – that were, like, important players on our team. Like, our two linebackers, you know, they're not dudes at the NFL or anything. Or, like, Danny Gray. He got drafted by the Niners in third round last year, right? And say he showed up late for a meeting. Well, if you're late for a meeting, bro, it's, like, 800 up-downs. It doesn't matter who you are. Danny, you you owe me 800 up-downs. You're not leaving until you do them, right? And, like, it was all about accountability. And then just doing your job because, like, we're all just a part of the machine. Like, nobody's bigger than than the machine. The lug nut falls out of the car. The car doesn't go. You know what I'm saying? They said that a lot. So, yeah. Damn,
2: dude, that's it. That is a that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. Exactly. I think it's I think it's it's crazy. You see, like so many of these guys, man, they get to the league, you know, and it's like they come from these programs that it seems like you know they're doing everything right, but then these guys are you know making these like stupid mistakes that it's like kids in high school would make. College yeah. Would make. You that's because they
1: don't have any like good mentorship, and they're like right. nobody that was like really looking out for them and like. Who you ha- hang around to, like, your friends and everything, like, that's really important. Like, I said this about my friend group, like, none of them ever let me, took like, take my foot off the gas. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, all of them held me accountable in a sense of, like, I had this goal to get to where I want to be, like, get off your ass, like, go work for it, do what you do, like, those workout videos and stuff. Like, Brandon was the one recording them. Like, he was out there with me all the time, helped me get back it, right? So, um, yeah, like, shout out my guys, because definitely couldn't have done, them, done it without them. Like right just holding me accountable, not letting me do stupid shit, like not letting me, you know, get distracted because, you know, we knew what the end goal was. So right.
0: No, that's that's awesome, man. College, obviously a lot of distractions. Was there, like, people on the team that, like, did go and do stupid shit and, like, you know, it's Definitely,
1: that? definitely. So, like, I mean, I remember when I was at Wagner, dude named, nah, I'm not going to say his name. But yeah, um, no name dropping here. he got mad <laughs> drunk and then he stole one of, like, the police golf carts and crashed it. And that was crazy. But, like, other than, I mean, like, SMU, like, I wouldn't say anybody was, like, out here doing, like, just dumb stuff. It was more like, I mean, like, we partied and everything. But it wasn't, like, people getting in trouble, stuff like that. No. Yeah.
2: That's, yeah, man, that, I, I, you know, you just hear about, you hear about, it's like, it's so sad, because they say the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, these kids who. You see so much of that in York, though, too, bro. It's like, like, these kids who have, like, I tell my dad all the time, it's like you know these kids who younger generations look up to. It's like, hey, this kid's going and playing here, or he's doing this, he's doing that. Exactly. This is who I like. You kind of emulate, right? And then these dudes go out here, they get DUI, or they, yeah, they do something they hang, stupid. They get caught up in the wrong crowd. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's like they're they're mugshots. So it's like, again, it comes down to it's very important with like mentor mentorship and stuff like that. And yeah who you hang around. And I think that's good that, you know, you went from where you started in Wagner and it was like, all right, but you still had your head in the game of, this it's is. Not this might I not be. be the ideal right now, but just keep pushing. Yeah, Because you, you could easily fucked off. Yeah, easily. You, you could have easily just been like, just like, screw it, I'm just going to sit here and do whatever I want to Be miserable,
1: do, do whatever. Exactly, exactly, yeah.
2: But it's like the fact that, you know, you enter that portal and there's a lot of people who would look at pe- other kids and say like, thousands of they're kids are always, always entering the portal. This is not blah, 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 blah. But there's, I feel like there's a select few who when they do that, they're doing it for a bigger purpose and they yeah. actually follow through on that. Exactly. Versus just chasing like NIO money. Yeah. Something like that. Because that, that's the biggest, like I'm always for these kids getting paid, but you can just see some of these kids that are just getting these bags and just fucking it off. Yeah. And it's like, you're ruining this, yeah, what it's meant to be, yeah. Um, but yeah, so did you with the like when it came to NIL and stuff like that? Did you have any?
1: So we had a collective, uh, like the SMU school had like the Boulevard Collective, and okay, we paid everybody, like we all got like a set amount of money per month, that that was pretty nice. But then, um, yeah, I had a couple of NILs like on my own, just like small stuff, nothing too crazy, just putting a couple like hundred bucks in my pocket at a time. But right. uh, the Boulevard Collective was. That was nice.
2: That's so. So, Boulevard Collective was that like a a clothing or
1: no? So literally, we just like once a month we go to these events. Um, The event might be whatever it is, might be packing lunches. It could be. Oh, cool! Packing up school supplies or like we did a holiday giveaway, stuff like that. Oh, nice! Um, And then you do that, (laughs) and money was just in your open doors account like the day after, so it it was nice.
0: That's crazy, man. Yeah. Do you feel like like someone that's been through the portal like do you feel like there should be like a cap put on it cuz like
1: like cap on like the NIL money? That or... and
0: like the frequency of what you can do with it cuz like I'm a big Penn State guy like mm-hmm. Drew Allar like next big quarterback. I'm worried he's just going to hop in the portal and he's gone like tomorrow. Like you never know. So do you feel like there should be like more restrictions on it or
1: No, because I say this like from a player's perspective like I get everybody's like from the outside, they're looking at him like, oh, they're doing this. this is... But you got to think about, bro, the coaches do the same exact yeah, thing. that's it's true. That's true. Like, the coaches do, bro, they, they leave for the bag like that. And yeah. it's, like, it's unfair to put this pressure on a kid. Oh, you shouldn't do it for the money. Back in the day, this is – like, it's easy for somebody on the outside to say, but, like, you don't know where that kid comes from. You don't know what his family needs. Exactly. And it's just, like, it's an – The NFL is not guaranteed for anybody. It doesn't matter how many stars you have. It doesn't matter what you do in college. Like, it could be taken from you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. So if you have a chance to go grab a million dollars today, I say go do it. Because you don't know if that money will ever come back to you. Like, it's like life-changing money. You know what I mean? That's getting handed to these kids. I think that's phenomenal. Because, like, like I said, bro, the NFL is not... You know, I heard the corny saying the other day, literally from Ron Johnson. NFL stands for not for long, but like it's it's a fact. Yeah. Like the yeah. average NFL career is like two and a half years. For real. And, and, an, and, and if you're a dude that's only played two and a half years in NFL, you didn't make any money. Like, yeah. You didn't make anything. Especially if you got drafted in, like
0: the lower rounds too. Exactly. Get, like, like I have, signing.
1: I have a coach, my SMU coach, my first D line coach, um, Derive. He played in the NFL for three years. He made twenty thousand dollars, wow. and he played in the NFL in like twenty times.
2: Make $20,000. You you get those diamonds in the rough, Brock Purdy, that get that chance. But it's like, you know, again, it all comes down to stuff. Unless you
1: can get to that second contract, like, if you're not a first three-round guy, and if you don't get to the second contract, you didn't make much. You didn't make anything that's like, I can just chill now. You know what I mean? Like, a first-rounder now, or top-ten pick now, with their signing bonus, they could just never work again. Right, yeah. But, like, it's not the same for every guy. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Like I said, like, if you can go get that bag now, like, that's a game changer. Like, not everybody wants to play in the NFL. Like, that's the one thing I learned, like, getting to SMU, bro, is, like, I was teammates with a lot of guys that I remember seeing in high school play because they were, like, the bigger recruits. Like, shout out, like, Tanner, like, Mordecai, the quarterback. I remember seeing him in high school. Like, he was going to Oklahoma, stuff like that. And, like, you see people who are, like, I remember, he's my dog now, but I was a junior in high school watching Bo Corrales' highlights. When he was a tight end at like UNC, like he's old. He's still playing. Like at Texas State, that <laughs> yeah. he's old. But yeah, I was like in junior. I was junior high school watching his highlights. I was like, dog, he's tough. And all of a sudden, you know, he's my teammate. Like, you see how fast things can change. So like, he got to capitalize on NIL. NIL. So like, that's good for him. Because if the NFL doesn't work out, he still was able to make you know something. make some make some money out of it out of what he did. Because they bring so much money to the school. Like. Every school you go to that has, like, big college football, everything you see on that campus is funded by that college football team. So, like, the dudes deserve money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they deserve a strong. cut of it. Like, dudes out there wearing kids' jerseys and whatnot, they can't get paid for it. Like, that's sick. You know what I mean? Yeah. So,
0: No, it's nice to have another perspective on it because, obviously, you know, like, like – there hasn't been a NCAA video game in forever. Exactly, like,
1: dog. I'm so sick. It comes out, what, like next year, two years?
0: They keep pushing it back. I wanted but, to be in it, bro. Yeah. We dude, literally, dude, that'd so. so
1: that would be so sick. Because its original date was going to come back out was last August, right? Mm-hmm. And they literally brought the lady into our school, and I signed the contract saying I'd be in the video game. Oh, for real? Yes, bro. Bro, that sucks. Yes, bro. They and keep I won't pushing be in it again.
0: back, bro. It's bullshit. I know. <laughs> I That's
2: that's uh, yeah, nah. That that would make me sick. Yeah, I was hurt. That would make me sick.
0: Well, I guess like so your junior season. Then like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you tore your ACL, correct?
1: That was at Wagner. Oh, so you didn't freshman year at Wagner tore it. Oh, okay. I yeah.
0: For some reason, I thought it happened at SMU. Yeah,
1: no, I tore it again at SMU.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, so when did that happen?
1: Uh, the end of spring ball. Okay. Yeah, the spring game. Damn, yeah. dude. Yeah, in front of, like, everybody. It was crazy. Shit, man. It was so dramatic, bro. They carted me off the field.
0: Fuck, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Had the towel on my head and shit, bro. It was, it was so dramatic, but yeah.
0: So what's, like, the rehab for that, like, and the recovery? You mean,
1: like, like what do you mean?
0: Like, well, it takes, like, a year to, like, actually Yeah. So year, right? So, like... It's
1: nine months, and then every month after the nine months is... I forget what the percent is percent chance to lower that you won't re-tear it yeah. but i don't know it was rehab is rough but i had already did it before so i got cleared at the very end of this past season
2: okay so that was like so it happened first in wagner yeah then you get down to smu and mm-hmm. by the time you got down to smu it was all healed up and all like you were yeah, clear to good, play and yeah. stuff like that and then it's like just like that stuff yeah. That fucking blows. And it
1: man. takes a minute, too, to feel like yourself again. Right. And I was in spring ball, and I was talking to my boy, Steph, and I forget, who, I think he tore his, tore something in his shoulder, so he was out. But I was talking to him, and I was like, dog, like, I feel like myself again. Like, I feel like I'm coming back to, like, my form. And then, like, I kid you not, it may have been, like, two plays later. Sure, <laughs> I, actually.
0: Did you, like, feel it right away? Like, you knew it? Like- yeah,
1: so, like, I went to go, like, like a pass rush move or whatever. And then just planted weird on my knee. Oh. And then I grabbed my my teammate. And I was like, yo, wait, stop. And he, I don't know, I don't think he, he, he heard me. pushed me again. I'm like, yo, like, ch- oh, like yo, please, shit. like, chill out, bro. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I felt my knee pop. And then I was like, okay. Because when this one happened, it was gross, but it didn't hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when this one happened, it was like, dog, it felt like my leg was on fire. Jeez. So it popped. I tried to go take a step, and my leg just caved. So then I, I like, sat on my butt, and, you know, like, immediately. It was just, like, all this pain coming through my leg, and I just started freaking out. Like, I threw my helmet and shit. Like, I was spazzing. and I was so sick, bro. I was pissed because, like, I knew what it was. Yeah. And then they get me up. They get over to, like, our doctor's tent. And our doctor, Dr. Carey, super dope guy, and he's, like, feeling my knee, and they can do, like, this ACL test so they can feel if your ACL's still in there, like, when they move it somehow. And they're like, oh, no, like, I have strong legs, right? Or I thought I had strong legs. <laughs> and then he's, like, moving. He's like, oh, I feel like the ACL is still in there. I feel like it's intact. And he's like, yo, like, brother, don't worry. Like, don't hit the panic button yet. He's like, it might just be a sprain or it might be your meniscus. So I'm, like, gaslighting myself because they're, like, doing the test the whole week. They're, like, it feels good, but, like, I couldn't walk at first. And then, like, three days after my injury, I'm like, oh, well, they're telling me it's just sprained. Like, I'm good. I'm starting to walk again. Yeah. I'm feeling, like, confident. I'm like, oh, I'm right, straight. Like, right. I just sprained it. But, like, in back of my head, I'm like, no way it popped like that. But and then I get the MRI back. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was your ACL. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh,
0: damn,
1: bro. That <laughs> was like, okay. Yeah.
0: That's
1: but it, it was chill, though. Yeah. That's... Man, that... But it was, it was like, that happened. And, like, that blew me because I was, like, you know, going to my final season. Like, Really? But like I feel like it's still capped off in a good way, like getting to play Ben and everything. Yeah. Like it was yeah. such like a full circle moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember playing. I mean, being with Ben, like in all those recruiting meetings in high school. Like get called out of class. It'd be me and Ben in the you know whatever classroom we'd have to go in. The coach would be talking to us. Uh, started playing high school football with Ben in ninth grade and like to finish it with him too. Like it, it was dope. That is
0: cool. Yeah, how was that like whole experience? Like going down to the bowl game against BYU. And I saw the it was, jersey It was swap. tough, the yeah, because
1: it was like yo, like. Ben has been one of my best friends since I was five. Like, he lives right next to me. I I kid you not, like, bro, like, we talked about this, like, our whole life. Like, playing each other in a bowl game. Like, we used to make up that scenario all the time when, like, we were little kids. And then, like, when we got older, it was more like, bro, like, we would love to do that. Like, we just talk about it all the time. And it's funny because, like, we used to always say, like, when Ben committed to BYU, I was like, bro, you're just going to end up winning, like, the Idaho Potato Bowl. Like, you're not doing anything special. Just, like, hating on him, like, in a funny way. And his freshman year, he won the Idaho Potato Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So like, it was like just such a full circle moment because like we used to talk about it all the time. Like this is what we wanted to do. So like for it to end like that, like I guess what? that was sick.
2: You couldn't yeah. complain.
1: No, not at all. Like and it hurt experience. at the end when we lost, yeah, but man. it was like dog. Like that's my dog. Like yeah. It it was tough. It was just it was a cool moment.
2: And uh, it's cool too because I guess it's again like continuously get keep going back on this, but it's just like how everything just kind of Fall, like, falls falls and in, falls into place. Yeah. yeah it, it um, was regardless of injuries and stuff like that it's cool though. it ended
1: the, in a, in a yeah. good way Like and, I was cool with it. Cl- cl- yeah. closing the book at that point point. and you know? connections yeah oh and my gosh yeah, that network from SMU is like crazy yeah.
2: so again dude I mean like you and Ben are the only two the only two dudes that I know that got to play at yeah. actually like, really big name schools and coming out of Dallas coming out of Dallas that's
1: what's big though too because like me and Ben were talking about like, growing up like Nate can attest to it too like you look at the older kids that played at Dallas. I besides like Ben Khan. We didn't have anybody to look at and be like, yo, like you went D one from yeah. Dallas Town, you know. And it's like, now we get to be that like me and Ben, like they go, they went from Dallas Town to D one. They can do it. Or like now they got Mikey getting offers. Dude, Kenny, Kenny's yeah, a super dope dude too. Are, oh, so man. like now they have all these people they can look at and be like, dog, like we're from Dallas Town. Like
2: yeah,
1: we go D one. Like that's what we do. Like continue to produce talent like that. So I think that's cool too.
2: The one, the one thing I was, I was talking to my dad about it because I know they're redoing the whole Dallas Town Stadium.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was, like, kind of, like, on the fence. Again, I didn't play. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, listen, you know, if it was, like, you know, you see some of these schools in Texas, these high schools in Texas and stuff, these kids are playing in legitimate stadiums. yeah. And it's, like, you know, they're producing how many Division One athletes like year, every single yeah. year. And then you see Dallas Town, and it's, like, well, you know, Ricky and Ben and Ben Klein going all the way back. Like, these were the guys who were, like, these are the exceptions. But it's, like, I don't know – if really doing all these upgrades and stuff when it's just these guys right now mm-hmm. is like, is that really what's beneficial? And then you see the Kenny and I'm sitting here and watch this kid's tape on Twitter, dude. And I was like, this kid's, yeah, this kid's a demon on the yeah, field. He, It really is. And then that, uh, the kid you just said, yeah, Mikey. um, he, uh, I'm watching him and I am just like, it's cool to look back and see like you two. It is. It's like a culture shift. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Like,
1: Cause like when I was out coaching, um, at Millersville, like I do the camp out there or whatever, and the kids were like, "Oh yeah, like Dallas." on like, "Everybody goes D one from Dallas." And that's what, like, that's what the one kid was saying. Like, kids from like Eastern and like your suburbs and like all of that. Like, it's cool to hear that because like now that's becoming like the standard. You know what I'm saying? Like, have D one players on your team and stuff. Yeah, like, so
2: you're gonna have kids. You're gonna have kids that yeah. are going to suburban or going to central, and they're gonna be like, "Listen, man, like." I don't know, these, this team, they're producing over here, yeah. and here, it's just kind of like there's a ceiling, Yeah, you know, so it's like, if I can just kind of get through that, and go to, um, go to Dallas Town, and see if I can just kind of work off of that, it's, it, it's really cool to see, man, like, it, it is. The biggest
1: thing, though, is like, like, York High and Central, like, their coaches really advocate for their players, like, that's the one thing Dallas Town doesn't have, still, like, no shot at, like, Coach Myers or Coach Murphy now, it's just. They have to be recruiters, too. Like, they got to they gotta go out there and, like, really sell their players. Like, Coach right. Stoner helped me with my recruiting. He was a coach at York High. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's definitely the reason Towson owed me on signing day. You know what I mean? So, like, they need to have somebody in that role that's going to go out there and really sell their players to these schools, getting right. coaches to come in and see their players. Like, that's what Central and York High does. And that's so key. Because, like, a player, you can only sell yourself so far. You know, like, Coach Myers, like, bro, he didn't do shit for anybody. Like, he did, like, I mean, cool, he had Muhlenberg coming to the school. I don't want to talk to fucking Muhlenberg, bro. Like, like what are we doing? So they just need, like, somebody on that staff that's actually going to help them get recruited.
2: Not just third, not just third coach the team.
1: No, because, like, even with, like, an individual success of, like, Kenny and Mikey, it's like, like, the kid Owen Strauss, that like was their quarterback. I'm not saying the dude was a P5 quarterback or anything like that, but... There's no way he's supposed to be going to LVC. Like, I had that conversation with him. Like, he he was the one throwing the ball to Kenny. You know what I'm saying? Coach Murphy could have got him to a PSAC school at yeah. the minimum. You know what I'm saying? That's a, so, that's like, a
2: very good point.
1: Like, there's, like, yeah, they, they have these, like, individual successes. But you look at Central, now it's the standard that they're having several guys now. It's, like, mm-hmm. two dudes a year. York High, they're having two, three dudes a year. Go D1. Right. Right? So it's, like, yeah, like, we have one... Gap one more, it's like dog. Like it shouldn't be like that. Like
2: like if you're gonna compete with them by putting a nice field in, yeah. Why don't you try to compete with them in something that matters and creating kids,
0: like yeah. building these kids into being. Like these, Coach stoner
1: held a mega camp to be. At, at York High this year, where like any kid from York could come to the school and and work out in front of all of these D1 coaches. Like we could be doing the same thing. Our stadium's nicer than York High Stadium. Like.
2: It's it's like it's, it's like stupid. private almost too. Yeah, it's it's literally just in the middle of it's like it's quiet. Yeah, so it's like it, it looks a lot better too. Yeah, it does look better. Um, no, that's that's a good point. That's yeah, that's, that's a really good point. That you yeah, know, you but get I feel like with coaches,
1: I feel like they're like the coaches that we've had at Dallas Town at least. Like I don't know if I can speak for all of them, but I think they're kind of like small minded. Like they're just like all they know is Pennsylvania, all they know is York, and they have like. They're like content with like averageness. If that makes sense, yeah. so like, oh, yeah. you know, like, yeah, go to freaking Muhlenberg, go to Wilkes. That's okay. Yeah, nobody wants to go to Wilkes University. No shade to Wilkes University. Sure, it's a fun place, maybe, but nobody dreams yeah. of playing college football there, bro. So like, yeah, but like that's what they push on you. Like they're like, I remember he came up to like me, Ben, uh, like Jonah. I don't know who used to be in the meetings with us. I think it was just, like, us three and then, like, occasionally, like, Brett. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, we're going to have, like, Wilkes and all these other, like, D3 schools coming. Like, bro, why?
2: It's basically those schools that would send you pamphlets in the mail when you are in high school. Yeah, and, like, bro. Just to, you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's like.
1: They were like, um, they're like, um yeah, where do we can. Where? He was talking to me. He was like, where do we compete with, like, an FCS school? I'm like, you don't, bro. Like why would you think you do <laughs> like i'm not it was cool to just go to the meetings to get out of class but it was just like coach myers are wasting my time right you yeah. know what i mean like I have absolutely zero interest in going into school like, get people i actually want to talk to to come to the school like when shipping stuff would come to the school or like Miller were like yeah that's cool you know what i'm saying these schools could offer actually offer me something like that's competitive football but like
2: i think it well i think it'd be like not to cut you off but i think it'd be cool too like I don't think you're asking these guys to bring dudes in from Auburn, Alabama. It's like, but if you could maybe switch it up in the sense of maybe bring in coaches from Richmond, yeah. Virginia, Liberty. Yeah. It's stuff like, like that. these schools that are still like semi local. Yeah. And still very good programs, but you have a better chance of, you know, being able to play for one of those schools than yeah. you do going to Alabama because if you get went to Alabama, if you're not the greatest, you know, you're gonna be sent behind some guys, but you're still obviously really freaking good because yeah. those guys are just absolute animals down there. But it's, like, yeah, like why not just try to branch out a little bit? Yeah, I think that comes down exactly. to, like the small-mindedness of it. And it's just, like, let's just being focus on these Being content with being
1: schools. small yeah, it's like, it's ridiculous, bro. Like, Coach Myers didn't know Penn State was coming in for a until Penn State got there. Like, they didn't yeah. even talk to Coach Myers. Like, the tight end coach just came to our school.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, That's... it's
1: crazy, like.
0: Uh, yeah, I wonder, like, if it's the same with, like, Kenny going to Penn and everything, like, if. That same scenario happen, like the current. I don't know who the current coach in Dallas. Murphy, yeah.
1: Like I'm sure he played a very minimum, like no shot at him. He's he's, he's a good dude. I'm sure he played a very minimum role, in like yeah. Kenny's smart, recruitment.
0: smart move
2: by him though. Who going what? to pit you think? So uh, he gets reps.
1: Yeah, like talking to him and everything. Like it sounded like that's where he wanted to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know they they recruited him the hardest. They they sold him the hardest. You know they offered him like the best pitch, and it's like, you know. When you get offers from all these, like, P5 schools, you got to start looking at the conferences, like, like the matchups. And, you know, you look at the Big Ten, like, they're not notoriously known for having, like, the best quarterbacks or the best passing offenses in mm-hmm. the country. You know, like, it's hard-nosed football in the Big Ten. Exactly. Yeah. Put the ball on the ground and run it. You know what I'm saying? Good defenses. You look at, like, a Michigan, stuff like that. Like, obviously they have receivers that come out, but yeah. it's nothing crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You look at, like, really good receivers. You might look at, like, the Pac-12 or, you know what I mean? And, like... The opportunity to be, like a, offense, yeah, the opportunity to have be like a successful receiver. He felt like was gonna come, like he could have been successful at Penn State, right? And he thought about going there, but from what he was telling me, it was just like the opportunity to be a really successful like receiver was gonna come in the ACC, yeah. right? And going against the teams that they go against, like he felt like he could have maybe the biggest impact on himself and his career right. playing in the ACC. So like, I think that's a smart move for him. Yeah, I think, I think you know, so like you, a, you you can't get caught up in the whole like oh, it's Penn State, then, like, yeah, Penn State's good. Now, I know you're a Penn State fan, but, you know, it's just because they're the Big Ten doesn't necessarily make them the better school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on any given year, Penn State's, you know, eh. Like, I like to think my junior year at SMU, like, would have wiped the floor with Penn State. Yeah. Would have beat them boys up bad. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. so, yeah, I think he made the right decision for himself, definitely.
2: It's good, too, I guess, playing in the more, like, the conferences up in the north because you get kind of all the weather. Yeah. So, you know, down in the SEC mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, you're going it's down and playing hot. there. And it's just hot. You're used to playing in that. But, Grossly you know, hot. when you're playing Penn State, you're playing from Michigan, you know, Illinois, stuff like that, you know, you have all of the seasons. Yeah. So, it's like you're playing in the fall, you're playing in the winter, basically. Yeah. So, in the event you do go to the league you are already kind of acclimated to where you are playing, especially the guys that play where the elevation's so high. Yeah, bro. Cause, oh my Because their lungs bro. are just built different. When we went than... to
1: New Mexico, dog, I've never experienced something like that in my life. And that's not even, like, up there with Denver or anything like that, bro. When you go, like, those mountainous regions, I mm-hmm. guess, that are, like, the elevation's mad high, you
2: really can't breathe. For a a really these kids be. are just running miles around you they're <laughs> yeah, because they're yeah because
1: they're used to it like yeah, that's yeah. why like we took byu down to the last play and we looked gassed like we looked out of shape the entire game like if we play them somewhere else we probably hang 50 on those boys like <laughs> yeah. we were so beat up
0: yeah
1: but like they're used to playing in that being in provo like that's that's what they're used to like we get there we get off the plane and we're like like, I mean, like, you feel it immediately, How bro. early
2: did you guys get out there for that game? Like, a week. Okay, so kind of, so it's yeah. not like you're there two days before yeah, and it's like, oh, a shit. Bit. A bit. <sighs> yeah, like, dude. <sighs> a little
1: bit. <laughs> bro, I mean, like, bro, you'd wake up in the morning, your throat is dry and it itches, your skin is ashy, like. No, nah, it definitely takes a toll. Like you, you'll girl. see,
2: you'll see some of these like in the NFL and stuff. If a guy, if a team has a bye week, and then the week after that they're playing in Denver, yeah, they fly out that like the beginning of their bye week, yeah, and they just tr- they kind of get acclimated
0: to it. That that it's was hard. That, no, that, Denver's yeah. bad. Yeah, I
1: heard Denver's really bad.
0: Yeah, you see people with like oxygen tanks. Like, yeah, they go play the Broncos and shit. That's like. what
1: happened when we went to Montana. My boy, um, he's on the Bucks now. He won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. Get sick or so. So when we went out to Montana, the air is so thin, the elevation so high. Like he was on it like the whole entire game, bro. It was bad. Still went out there and played well, bro. We went up twenty-one to nothing that game. was forty-nine to twenty-one. What so, the BYU t- game? No, Montana. State oh, we we're, were at Wagner, bro. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that. that was bad. But yeah.
2: So it was like you guys got out to a quick start, and then it was just like, then that's when this twenty-one stuff nothing at halftime. Yeah, yeah. And then that's when 40, it...
1: Hank forty-nine on us at half. <laughs> 49 that's, unanswered is crazy.
2: That's that's yeah. That's brutal. Um trying to think with uh with uh what um okay, here's a good one. Down at SMU, who was your like whether it was on your team, it was your coaching staff, what was your biggest like um supporter down there who really kind of pushed you hmm. and you know, to be even if like with injuries and stuff like that, never let you get like down on yourself. Um, with that,
1: mm.
2: like who was some who I guess who was some person that you really kinda like got tight it, with? Oh,
1: okay, like all my boys like Jimmy, Steph, Gary, um, Nolan, like all those guys. They really are uh, JP, Chuck. They all kind of like circled around me when I got hurt uplifted me definitely helped me accountable and rehab and all that those are my guys like yeah we're locked in for sure didn't um, just
2: basically look at you and say well sorry about it
1: yeah just kind like, of go yeah, back to work now. Easily, yeah. yeah but like when i woke up after surgery um jimmy gary and steph all were waiting with my mom my mom flew down for my surgery just because my, my dad had worked and you know obviously you don't want me to be like my apartment doesn't have uh, an elevator in it so somebody had to be with me kind of thing but yeah, Jimmy, Steph, uh, and Gary, they waited with my mom during my entire surgery. They had brought me food when I woke up. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my that's, that's a solid support system. Yeah,
2: yeah. Especially being so far from home.
1: Yeah, like you need that. Like yeah. on the holidays, I couldn't get home. I'd go over like Jimmy's house or something. Nice. So like, yeah, it was nice. Cool.
2: Yeah. What, um, you do you have anything else? Like, uh,
0: I mean, like we could keep this going forever if you want, or like. Well, like,
2: I just, I guess if we kind of just want to shift from that what um what what else you been up to like i know um i know you just had a phone call this morning that was, oh, yeah. was kind of blowing oh, man. you man <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah so graduated in may okay. obviously degree in political science um so most of my network um from dallas are all like commercial real estate guys like you know moving around with a lot of money so i'm gonna go into real estate investment nice um, but i'll probably go to law school next fall well i'm Taking my LSAT in September. So, law school next fall. That's why I'm working a job at a law firm right now. But, yeah, I'm going to go to, like, real estate dude. investment.
0: Where's the uh, law school at?
1: Uh, I'll probably go to SMU, honestly. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, so I'll probably end nice, up back in dollars, yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. Be right back. Yeah, that's, that's sick. That's sweet.
0: How long is that for?
1: Three years. Okay. That's if I decide I want to do that. But taking the LSAT. Okay. But definitely going to go into real estate investment.
2: Very smart.
1: Yeah, hopefully very lucrative. Yeah,
2: and yeah. They're like, all <laughs> homes, all homes are appreciating assets provided you take care of them.
1: See, but that's the thing. Like, I'm not. I'm going into commercial real estate. Uh, like so. No, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're going to be working with like apartment complexes and. No, nah, I'm thinking like that. more like or like
1: schools. Yeah, like hotels. Walmart's yeah. schools, hotels, that's auto zones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Passive yeah.
2: income, yeah. bro. Passive income, like a motherfucker, yeah. man. Especially, like, these, like, I know what a lot of people do. You know, you go down to the beach and stuff like that, get to a stoplight. You got, on every corner, there's, like, a beachwear store or whatever. Yeah. 99% of the time, the same person owns each of those. Yeah. So, it's just, it's all passive income. And then, you got the people that zoned it. Yeah. That are making royalties off of that, off of every single month.
1: So, like, the company I've been talking to, it's and It's the North American Development Group. Um. Got real close with their with their founder Stephen Preston. Yeah, money. and so like more like what they do is like so say, like the Walmart in Shrewsbury, right? So Walmart is renting the building, and they rent the land the building's on. So what they do is they buy the land Walmart's on, right? So then Walmart has to pay them rent for the land, but as soon as Walmart's rent to say it's up twenty twenty four for the building. Now, automatically, Mr. Preston and his company, they own the building as well. So, now Walmart has to pay them more to keep the building. Like, it's sick, bro. It's sick. That, wow, man.
2: That's insanely lucrative.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like, I went to lunch a couple times with them. And, like, the numbers getting thrown around is just, like, it's sick. Sick.
2: I, there was a there was a time that there was a guy, the the owner of uh, Jack G.M. Yeah. Like, all the G.M. Balvos around here. Lived right next to yeah. Sasha, and we were over there talking the one day, and they were just talking about normal ass shit, man. But the whole time, it's just cha-ching, cha Yeah, cha-ching. yeah. And it's just like it, it, it's, it's honestly insane. It's nutty. You can't really wrap numbers your numbers. We couldn't it.
1: imagine. Yeah, and it's like it's like their play money, like.
2: But people say you want to become a millionaire. Hang out, hang out with yeah. millionaires. And, they're just good dudes, like, and just listen.
1: Yeah, they're good dudes. Like, they usually want to help you. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with, like, SMU is, like, they sell their network. Like, that's why they're such a good school. Because I think – I forgot how many billionaires there are in this country, but, like, four of them went to SMU. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like – and they want to help. Like, the SMU network, like, that's what they want to do. Like, if you graduated from SMU – like they just want to help you, right? You know what I mean? And I think I think that's so cool. Like, and they give you like different experiences. Like, Mister Mister Person, let me drive his Ferrari, bro.
2: Oh my! <laughs> like that's oh sick,
1: bro. Oh. It was sick.
2: It's a fa- it's a family thing. Yeah, that's it, literally what it yeah. is.
1: Yeah, like they yeah. just want to take care of theirs, and yeah, I think that's so sick. Like, take any help you can get. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. definitely.
0: Good for you, man. That, that, good for you. No, it's cool that you're gonna. Potentially go back to SMU, because yeah. it seems like you really liked it there. And oh,
1: I love that. I love Texas. Yeah. Definitely yeah. love Texas. Is that
2: where you want to settle down? Mm-hmm.
1: I could live in Dallas, but I, I don't really know yet. You know see what happens.
2: Yeah, we'll see we'll See where life through. takes me. Do you think, like, are you the kind of like a city guy, or are you more so like suburbs, like, like around, right on the outskirts of the city, kind of?
1: I think, like, while I'm young... Obviously, like living in the city is really cool because then mm-hmm. you're just like around everything. It's lively. You're just submerged. Yeah. All but this yeah, stuff. like I mean, I guess everybody eventually the goal is to live in the suburbs, right? That's that's when you made it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you get to settle down and buy a house or something. And yeah. I don't want to be in an apartment the rest of my life.
2: When you yeah, yeah you have the
0: privacy too. Yeah, it's a big thing.
1: Yeah. So I guess that'd be like the end goal. But yeah. right now, like I'm I'm cool with living in the city. I wouldn't want to live in like New York City though. No,
0: nah, that wouldn't be fun. No, nah. I wouldn't do that shit.
1: Nah, mad expensive couldn't, to live in a shack pay like, me, bro. Nah. my cousin
0: lives in chicago i went out there recently it's pretty nice no I, chicago's I, dope i would live in chicago but not like new york city yeah no way
1: absolutely not
0: like every tampa, city miami yeah every, uh-huh. i see
1: like my girl's school's in tampa bro tampa's dope bro i, would,
0: I was before i bought Beautiful this place air. i was like really looking at moving to tampa this is
1: your crib
2: yeah oh yeah, yeah, those yeah, that's parents, what I was saying. His no. Crib. no, this
0: is the no shock. crib. Bro. This is this
2: is his. Yeah, this is his. This is his estate. Oh shoot, yeah.
0: bro, I
1: see you. That's tough.
0: I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, that's tough,
1: bro. Congrats.
2: Um, thank you, thank you. But yeah, nah, Florida, Florida's legit. But right now, it's a, it's it's a, um, it's weird because it used to go back a couple of years ago for real estate. It was a buyer's market, mm-hmm. and then during COVID, it was a seller's market and then now it's not really either it's like a renting market mm-hmm. which is so weird because it's like you know you have no equity in it yeah but these people are paying 1200 dollars a month but they don't have to worry about you know landscaping any stuff like that especially yeah. if all your utilities are included because if you want to buy a house right now like it's crazy like where we live you know our parents could sell our houses for way more than what they got them yeah even with like nothing being done to Yeah. Them. Um, but it, then it's, you have to go find another place and you basically either losing. end up losing money yeah. just because it's just not the right market, exactly. but it, it's yeah. just consistently fluctuating. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, this was, this was good. I yeah, this is was fun. good. Yeah. Appreciate you for coming on, man. Definitely, bro. Appreciate um, you boys for having me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we could definitely run it back one day. We could probably have like a lot of more stuff we could. No, a hundred percent, bro. Yeah, but. That'd be we dope. appreciate you coming out, bro. Yeah, yeah we knew, we out. knew,
2: we knew from the get go. It was like, it was like we had two people in mind, and then it was you, and it was um, Ezekiel. Zeke. And I remember, <laughs> I remember, he was telling me like last week or something. He was like, yeah, "I was at the bar, I saw Ricky, and like we were talking about it, and I was like, yeah. that's.' Yeah. We were like, that's, that's yeah. you know,
0: that's fun.' No, yeah, you said it. Give yeah, me a pause. Yeah, I was like, like, bro, like, give For me a pause sure, <laughs> bro.' 100%. And, yeah,
2: shout out to Nate too. Yeah, appreciate you coming old. through, and Braden. appreciate you for helping out and for uh, for keeping on pushing this man and also me as well because I appreciate all the stuff like we talked about and things like that God and all that kind of stuff yeah man it's good it's It's good good people yeah all love for real but yeah man I think that's about it Um, go ahead man
0: you know what to do what just pump the socials again wrap it up (laughs) man hell yeah this is just the start of it I always forget to look at the camera and shit now. But I yeah, I haven't even been fucking paying attention to that.
2: I, yeah, yeah, for real. But Should
0: I have looked at the camera more? Oh, okay. Yeah, who cares? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so make sure to follow all the socials. They'll be in the description wherever you're watching this. And uh, yeah, help us blow this shit up.
2: To the moon, man. To the moon. All right, Ricky, thanks for coming out, man. All Appreciate right, you. Man. Definitely. All right. Peace. Peace.